We are here with Atlanta Harmony Celebration. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves and tell you what their roles are with the chorus, but I'm so excited to be here with these two amazing ladies. Uh, can you go ahead and give us an introduction and uh, tell us a little about what you do with your chorus? Sure, I'm Kathy Stone and I'm the director, Kim. She's the biggest fan. And I'm Kim Johnston and I am, I just do different things. I'm a bass, that's my, that's my big role, I'm a bass. I love how when you're in a chorus, you do have like an identity that's kind of a, a part of the chorus. Like you are that there and sometimes you're not that elsewhere in your life. Like how many places can be like, I'm a bass and it makes total sense to you. If you were somewhere else in the world that wouldn't, it wouldn't work, but you do, you find these roles. But I know very well that in your chorus, it is a huge machine. It's a family of working parts. I don't feel like there's like this pyramid of hierarchy. Um, and that's hard to find in a lot of choruses. It's much easier to be like, I'm the leader, and then these people do this, and these people do that. Not in your chorus. That's one thing that just stands out to me about Atlanta Harmony Celebration. I may, you may want to know why, guys, I talk like I know the chorus. Well, my mother is a part of this chorus, and I'm so happy because she moved away from where we live up in Virginia and relocated down in South Carolina, and she was able to find herself. And uh, so I love this about this course. Can you guys talk a little bit about Atlanta Harmony Celebration and how your course just kind of functions like that? It's If you've got any tidbits of information for us. Well, we actually are getting ready to celebrate 20 years anniversary. In January, it'll be 20 years of our, of our first rehearsal. So 19 since chartering. I always wanted it to be different than other I was a Sweet Adeline for 15 years. I don't know if you knew I directed Song of Atlanta way back when I was very young. <laughs> yeah, because you're only like, what, 39 now, right? Yeah, Kathy? I mean, <laughs> And I came to Harmony because I like the way the structure, the organizational structure works very much. Uh, everybody has a role. Everybody has a part. You can be, you can really contribute in this society. And that's what I wanted for the chorus is I tell the chorus all the time, you know, pretty much all people see is my hiney. So you're the ones that they see. You're the ones that have to do this. So you're the ones that have to do this, right, Kim? Yes. And honestly, we're a fairly small group and there's still a lot that has to be done, but we all just kind of, we just kind of pick up and use whatever skills we have to do what needs to be done. Um, I used to help a lot with um, coordinating our events and now another one of our members has taken that on and I just, I kind of work on making sure that meetup stays up to date and, you know, I like help with the risers and there, I know that seems small, but somebody has got to do huge. it, right? It's huge. It's huge. And it's so really honestly, big. All of our members just seem to find their spot. And if somebody asks for help, typically somebody says, okay, well, I can do that. And it, it, it works. Yeah, it works. It's great. We have a phenomenal group. I think it has shown um, immensely in how you all have paved your way through this pandemic. I don't feel like you slowed down. If anything, I feel like you were able to ramp up some expectations and some extra practices that maybe uh, physically being together got in the way of. So can you talk a little bit about how the pandemic kind of streamlined your focus, but also like was able to still keep that everyone has a part and I mean you guys had people showing up like this wasn't a tiny amount of people on zoom your whole chorus was there 
Teach us your ways. Uh, Since I knew we're going to be singing together, I knew my role as director was really secondary, that everyone else's participation in in the pandemic meetings was critical to keeping them involved and engaged. And so I assigned teams. Sometimes it was a section was responsible for the monthly rehearsals. Sometimes I did it just by my alphabetical order. But over the two years, we had multiple variations of groups who were responsible for the rehearsals for a month. So those two things, they realize that you just don't walk in and ooh, magically the director has everything worked out for the, for the week, that a lot of planning and effort goes into doing that. But it also gave them a reason to be creative and think outside the box and continue with the stuff we'd done, we started to develop before the pandemic hit. I mean, the whole yoga sock thing came out of just being creative and open and playful with each other. And so uh, doing the rehearsals during COVID that way, I think kept that going. Have the yoga socks stuck? (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yes, the yoga socks. Yeah, I bet there's no way you're gonna get those ladies out of the yoga socks. They're like, nope, sorry. Like you introduced this. They're on my feet. <laughs> Once you're grounded. Pairs, some people have different colors. I mean, they're here to stay, indeed. <laughs> I love it. So I know that in your music process, storytelling is so important. And that had to be really difficult, but also maybe a new way to try to work on that through a pandemic because correct me if i'm wrong your songs for this contest you have been working on not the some are new but some are still ones that you have been fueling since the pandemic right you were able to grow them in person but i'm just curious you know have your members felt more connected being able to have more of that introspective time while you were online that's a really good question that's a really good question i <laughs> I believe they did because when we were finally able to get back together and talk about the story, uh, certainly for our newest song, it seems like everybody has has really dug their teeth into the emotion of the song and the character of the song without, without you know, sometimes you have to explain it over and over and over and over and sometimes they get it and sometimes they don't, but it feels like with the package we're, we're producing right now, it's a character set that they can all grab a hold of and be a part of. Right, Kim? Uh, I agree. I, I love them. I love our songs. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> and you know, that's how well, I, oh yeah. <laughs> well, and I wondered, cause I'm a director as well, but of a men's chorus. And I, I always wondered during that pandemic when they're sitting there alone and it's just them listening to themselves, are they, potentially going a little deeper because it's like now a single voice. Whereas I know when I get with my chorus, I kind of get a little like, oh, I'm a baritone. So I'm in the chord, right? So I'm like, oh, this is so great. And then I've forgotten that I've told like three lines of story. But when I'm just sitting alone and listening to my own self, I'm kind of forced to go there. And um, I, I I always look for the positives in the spin of this pandemic time that we've been in. And I, I try to find those little like, well, if we wouldn't have had these two years, we wouldn't have been able to do that. We wouldn't have taken the time necessarily out of our rehearsal to really talk about our feelings and emotions and connections to this. Uh, we kind of just expect people to do that. Like you're at rehearsal, do it. It's like, well, I didn't think about it. So I was just curious. Right. And we changed, we, we were singing Ain't Misbehaving and we changed the first verse 
to a much more positive spin. And I think that was that it's a real verse. We just picked a different one to open. And I think that helped get a lot of folks out of maybe any isolation type depression that they might've been um, struggling with during the pandemic to to a positive spin on their music. And honestly, in the pandemic, our, we needed to stay connected. And so the way we handled our, our rehearsals, our weekly rehearsals, it was just a perfect way for us to stay connected overall. And I think that there were choruses who simply, they lost members because individuals were not committed. They weren't involved. And the way Kathy brought everyone in and made everyone responsible in some way, when you're responsible, you know people are counting on you and you're more committed. And that to me was the essential element. And we had people who joined (laughs) during the pandemic, which that's pretty bizarre if you think about it. They join Mm -hmm. online they can't even touch or feel or hug or see or actually sing with another human, but they joined because we just, I'm telling you, it was rocking. It was, <laughs> it really it was. was. A- and I was, that's exactly my takeaway from what we were talking about and whether we use this in the interview or not was just from a director's standpoint, looking at, oh, so in order to be engaged online, each member had to be engaged somehow in the process of it whereas like when you're in person the engagement is showing up and singing and and participating but when you're online a lot of that goes away and so for each individual to be pulled in to be you know to show what engagement would look like that you're exactly right it empowered each of your members to feel even more responsible and even more um you know bought in if that's you know what you're looking at it's it's awesome. Some of them did go kicking and screaming into the night doing some did go kicking and screaming into the night having to do a rehearsal, but <laughs> but they always had a team with them who were kicking them in the high knee to make sure it happened. So it was still a team sport. <laughs> it is exactly. And you you're gonna have that in any team, right? So I I find I just think it's amazing. So all right, looking forward to Verona. We are here in Verona. Whether these re- interviews are being released before Verona or during Verona, we're talking to you coming about a month at, or two months out, well, month and a half-ish. How are we feeling? What are you most excited about? What can you share? I'm gonna let Kim answer that one. Well, I am, I'm very excited to be, just to be back at the contest with all of these other groups and we have, I, I'm also very excited to share the experience with some of our new members. We have, we've had several new members and they're going to be there. And I don't know, I just remember my very first international. It was just so fun. And I love tags and I love staying up late and singing tags. And so for me personally, I cannot wait to share that with some of the individuals who have not experienced it. And um, I also, we talked about this this weekend um, when we were at retreat and we have members who have not really experienced that lock and ring. And I can remember not hearing it. And I was like, I don't hear it help me. What am I going to do? How am I going to hear it? And I remember the first time I heard, I was like, whoa, 
And I just can't wait for some of our people to, to hear it. And I'm hoping that there, there are so many wonderful groups and wonderful quartets that'll be here, um, be in Verona. I'm hoping that our newbies will have that experience. So that's for me what I'm, I'm looking forward to. Awesome. Great. I can fully agree with all of that for sure. Um, I, of course, am looking forward to being back on the stage in front of folks. The last time we were there was just the love that we felt from the audience and what we were doing and how we had done it was just one of the highlights of my life. And I'm looking forward to getting that opportunity again and for the rest of my ladies to feel that same emotion with them. So I think there's going to be a lot of people in this audience on the stage um, that are going to be feeling some feelings again because it's been so long that it just almost feels new and it feels uh, I'm not I'm not recommending we take two year breaks ever again it's not gonna feel that good but it's you know what I mean it's it's gonna be exciting to uh to experience that again and and to really feel all the love that's being poured into our organization right now I, I think it's beautiful I cannot wait uh real quick do you guys have any shout outs before we go I don't I don't want to forget I know you just had an amazing retreat um and I didn't get that get that on video so if you want to give some shout outs feel free a shout out to Steve Tramack who was with us this past weekend I want to break it up a little bit we've had Sean Devine uh Jay Butterfield and then Steve Tramack as our three coaches in a row and each one has done amazing stuff for us opening getting rid of that barber little that big barbershop baggage and opening the, the creative barbershop box that we now are pushing the limits some more for. <laughs> yeah, we've been wow. very, we've been very lucky, very fortunate. We have a lot of support and they, Sean Devine didn't get to be with us physically because Steve was our coach this weekend, but he zoomed in, which was so cool. That was such a great surprise. He zoomed in and, and gave us some love and said, he's, you know, looking forward to hearing what we've got going. So that was awesome. And yeah. And Sean and Jay were with us at ACNC. So, you know, we just are so blessed to have those three gentlemen uh, seeing what we see as far as our future and where we want to go and how we want to get there. Well, ladies, I cannot wait to hear the final product and I wish you the best and Kim, and I can't wait to sing a tag with you. So let's make it happen. Yes. Thanks. Sounds great. Thanks.